0: guys welcome back to the four club podcast sorry we've been away for forever we got so busy and then the schedule never lined up but now we're back yes we're back excited we have um some crazy stories for today um i was telling savannah about testing out some new ideas. We're not gonna keep doing this, this is just for one episode. This like, we're just testing it out, just just, to... just, filling out. This is literally just for fun. Like, we don't have like a specific kind of podcast, but it's mainly just like us talking. But today we wanted to share some stories, specifically one about a serial killer, and one about Five Nights at Freddy's, um, the Afton family. And what happened to them because I saw a video on TikTok and it creeped me out a little bit about this family and I thought it'd be kind of cool to share with you guys I don't know if anybody knows this story about the after family but this is the story about them and what basically
1: There's a little bit of a warning, Yeah, because we are going to be talking about,
0: you know, murder. Yep. And we will be sharing a serial killer story, too. It is about the angel of death. She basically killed babies, so if you would not like to listen to this one, we will not be offended, because that is a little bit of a gruesome story. These are both pretty intense, so... Just a, just a clear warning, I will put a warning in the description and everything, and I'm gonna put the, um, the link to where I got these stories from in our description as well if you want to read about them or you want to do your own research. But as for right now, this story is about the Afton family. It's about a guy named Michael Afton, his wife Claire Afton, and their three kids, Michael, um, Elizabeth and I don't remember the other one but essentially this is about um, how they came to be and how they got introduced so I don't really know that much about the Five Nights at Freddy' video game apparently neither do I yeah there's like all different types there's like one two three and four sister location um, I don't know, that's like all I know, really. Oh there's like, there's another one, I don't remember what it's called though, but we'll get into that more. So basically, Michael Afton is like a serial killer, he's also known as the purple guy. He has killed up to six, like six children, they're not his own. Oh, wait, he has, but he has. Oh, he has two kids of his own. The video I saw, he had three, but I guess he only has two confirmed children so far. They say the daughter's name is unknown, but apparently her name's Elizabeth. Um, they all, they all died, but they still like live, essentially, like in the video game. I'll explain more about that in a little bit. But basically. William Afton Was being cornered by the animatronics in the Fazbear Freddy's pizzeria Unless I said that wrong. I don't know um, He decided to hide in spring Bonnie Which is all like the spring Bonnie suit, which is later known as spring trap I don't know what that is, but apparently it's like it's one of the animatronics that's just like been stored away in storage and stuff but the suit unfortunately malfunctioned and the spring locks loosened and killed him. Um, the way he died is pretty gruesome. It doesn't say endless this, but essentially what happened is the spring locks crushed his body and pulled his head out of his, like, uh, literally separated his head from his body. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, like, they, like, crushed his ribs and shit and like he's like stuck in there and he that's how he died and in the sister location it was revealed that michael afton was dead with a nard inside his body i don't know what that is despite that he was still alive and became the purple guy that is so confusing but um some people okay it's a legend that he is the purple guy nobody really knows but people think he is the purple guy William's daughter was also dead expected to be killed by the circus baby animatronic and then had her soul trapped inside um, that's the background but basically the origins are he Okay, so according to Five Nights at Freddy's, the Silver Eyes, William Afton was a professional technician, founder of Afton Robotics Incorporated and Circus Baby Entertainment Rental. He was also Fazbear Entertainment's co-owner, explaining why Freddy Fazbear Pizza had murderous animatronic fans. Um, based on the game, William Afton is a heartless, cold-blooded killer, thought he might have his love for his, love for his daughter. If he was truly the purple guy, then his murder streak can explain this. At the beginning, Freddie Fazbear pizza Fazz. used to be Freddie okay, Fred Bear's family diner. One day William Afton killed a crying boy. This boy who could be okay, wait, this boy could the one could be the one who controlled the puppet later on. Whoever wrote this has Terrible wording so sorry about that. Is it on reddit? No. It's freeadden.com. It's horrible It's like horribly <laughs> written, but after the incident it was forced to close The same spot that's where freddy Fazbear's pizza was built This could be due to william afton's Influence who wanted to erase the trace of his murder Times after william afton lured five children into a back room killed them and possibly put their bodies Into the animatronics. Animatronics. This could explain why the animatronics band in Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, like, is like murderous group of machines thirsting for vengeance. William Afton. Oh, sorry. Um, he disguised himself as a guardsman with the name of Dave Miller. He was so confident in survivability against the animatronics thanks to his spring bonding suit. He believed that the suit could trick the animatronics, but ironically, the suit ended up... Oh, wait, the suit ended his human life. Which, that's pretty crazy. Not much... You don't know that much about his faith, but it's highly likely that william afton is still alive um okay so then there's michael afton which is his son who is the protagonist in the sister location throughout the games was called eggs benedict so weird according to the game michael afton was a skillful technician his father ordered him to find the daughter ultimately michael afton okay michael found his sister and freed her according to the mini games michael Afton was once a respected man however things started to change when Enard Enard sorry was inside michael's body his skin started to pale gradually changed to purple town people were afraid of him and they hid in their house when michael vomited ennard to the outside Michael fell down thought to be dead but somehow he can stand and live with the appearance just like the purple guy many people thought he was the murderer of the franchise but that would conflict with William's story so the chance of him being the purple guy was really slim um let's see possible conclusion Mike Schmitz okay that makes no sense not much was known about William's daughter about her appearance age or characteristic but one thing seemed legit is that William loves his daughter despite his murder of all their children according to the story William created circus baby for his daughter however he warned his daughter not to approach near it in the Five Nights at Freddy's sister location minigames we see we can see a scene Of a little girl coming near circus baby basically she touched like the microphone but it looks like an ice cream cone and a robotic hand is launched from like the middle from like the torso of the robot and snatches the little girl inside the robot and essentially that's what kills her she it's like they assume she's dead but they think the soul of her daughter Possessed the circus baby animatronic. Uh, it's, circus baby gradually became twisted. She became a Nard and combined with other animatronics, desired to get away from the facility. In night five, the so called circus baby who guided the protagonist is actually a Nard If the protagonist followed the instruction, then a Nard would kill him. In that case, nard would possess the protagonist's body as the end showing the protagonist and standing in front of the mirror with his eyes glowing. But if he ignored it and went to the private room, he would have survived until the next day. And if he did survive, he would turn home watching TV. Return home watching TV. Um the Mortal and the Restless. The curse of the Afton family began after the murder of William Afton. Then continued by his children, Michael and daughter Elizabeth. All these characters did not die, but they continued their lives with unknown motives. As far as we can see, the story does not stop here, there are many mysteries, and basically it's saying just to keep playing the game and see how it ends up. But the story that I saw on TikTok was essentially like, how... The story... Okay, the part about Michael Afton dying was, like, that was what I saw. He died... He literally died in Springtrap because it literally crushed him. And then the story of his wife, she essentially... Like, so, once he was killed in Springtrap, there was, um... There's a animatronic called Ballora or Ballerina. Basically, it's just, like, okay. a spinning ballerina. And he essentially... Like, he put her inside Ballora, so her spirit, like, haunts that animatronic, but it's just like a spinning animatronic, like it can't move or anything, but he basically killed her after he became Springtrap, and then uh. his son, Michael Afton, essentially died in a fire, Like he became the purple guy, but he died in the fire. And in the video, it's like shown of like Michael watching his son like dying, like almost trying to save him. But then at the end, like when the doors were closing, is like he just watched him like die and stuff. So that was like pretty interesting. The circus baby one is still the same. There was another kid um, who also got killed by an animatronic. I don't know how, it was not very clear, but that's the story of the Afton family and how they all died and how they're related to Five Nights at Freddy and why these are all fucked up animatronics that's why I hate animatronics no yeah <laughs> like now that I'm like
1: listening to this and like I feel bad because I took my bestie to a place uh recently where there were a ton of animatronics and I re- I was like oh we're gonna get over her fear you know I don't but now not have this I'm like fear girl
0: it's <laughs> it's not a fear they just disgust me like they gen i'm not afraid of them they just disgust me it's like they make me want to throw up i'm just like yeah ew like can you get away from me <laughs> thanks it's the same thing but with the now furries. I feel
1: bad i feel i feel worse
0: like i hate furries because they remind me of animatronics like it's just like you are so creepy like yeah. i feel like i'm getting murdered by you you know what maybe it is a <laughs> fear. <laughs> Maybe, it is a fear. Maybe it is a fear. I just don't consider my fears, like, fears. I'm just like, that's just gross. Like, that's ew. Like, gross. save me of clowns. I, mm-hmm. I just hate clowns. Like, just hate just, they just look- Oh, I thought
1: you said clouds. <laughs> I was gonna be right, but... like <laughs> no.
0: no! No. I love clouds. No, clouds are the best. Clouds. But clowns? Nasty. nasty. Like, why are you looking at me yeah. like that? Why are you looking at me like that? You're trying to fight? Especially twisty. Ew. Ew. <laughs> ew. <laughs> Wait, is that from American Horror Story? Yeah. Yeah. My god, Twisty was so fucked up.
1: He was. Like, he
0: was, like, basically, like, a little kid, but, like... Okay, like, Not. the way I think about it is, like, he has the mentality of a little kid, but he also has the mentality of a 40-year-old. Mm. Like, his behavior is very much like a toddler, but his mentality is, like... Didn't okay, we learn more about Twisty, though? Um, basically, he was, like, ditched. Like, his family was yeah. just like, we don't want you, and they send him to an orphanage, and then he got bullied a lot as a kid. Because he was, like, weird, or whatever, and then he just, like, never- then he just stayed, like, mentally, like, five or whatever. Unstable, yeah. yeah. Like, his men- his mental age is literally five. So that's crazy. Yeah, we're talking about American Horror Story. Just in case you guys haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, it is. It's like it's kind of like going. It's almost like going based off the story of Pogo the Clown. You know, Pogo the Clown, who is like John Wayne Gacy's alter ego, and how he murdered, pe- murdered, like people and children. Pogo and... Mm I don't know, he had, like, two costumes. Like, Pogo and something else. I don't... I don't know. Do you know about his story? Um, not a lot about it. Essentially, he just, like, dressed up as a clown and, like, went to kids' birthday parties and just, like, murdered people. He had, like, two different suits. It was, like, Pogo and something else. I don't know. But that's, like, basically where they got the idea for, um, Twisty. Mm. Because Twisty is, like, the murderous murderous clown, and so is John Wayne Gacy, or he was. You know, he's, like, dead. So that's essentially, like, where they got that from, is what my theory is. I don't know where else they would get that from, because, like, I don't know any other, like, theories. But... Um, yeah. That's what I know. That's what I know. But that clown shit in... Michigan, they're like, it's in Michigan. I was literally in Michigan when I watched this shit, and I was like, uh, I better not get murdered by no fucking clowns.
1: Yeah, I remember that whole, was that, like, 2016? When it was, like, all the clowns following people?
0: no, I'm saying, like, when I watched the, yeah, no, that was, okay, yeah, that was the, they set that in the 2016 election, I don't know when they were, like, filmed it, but it was set after the 2016 election, and that's when the clown shit started to happen. I was in California when that whole, like, situation happened. And I was, like, I literally was walking home alone one day when I found out about that shit. And I was, like, Uh-oh. I better not get murdered. Like, I was literally in middle school. And I was, like, uh, <laughs> I hope I don't get snatched by a creepy clown. Like, no, thank you. And then I saw all these videos. I used to watch, like, YouTubers be like, Oh my god, we got chased by a clown like Brennan Taylor. I don't know if you know who he was. He's, like, he used to be super big. Yeah. I don't know how big he was, but I knew he was, like, pretty big. He was, like, he literally filmed the video of him. Like, they were going on a hike and then they were getting chased by someone dressed in a clown suit. Like, that shit was literally crazy. I'm pretty sure it was all staged, but, like, that was a crazy video. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say, like, those videos are, like, never real. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, like, even if it wasn't real, like, that just, like, causes, like, real fear, you know? Like, no matter how staged that is, you just, like, never know how you'd react and stuff. Like, he literally jumped in the back of a moving truck. In that video. I was like, damn, that's crazy. But Sarah Paulson in, that, Sarah Paulson in whole that whole season was so funny. Her screaming <laughs> her screaming literally killed me. Like every time. Yeah. I I can't. It's so funny. And her crying too. Like <laughs> shit has me
1: rolling. About Donald Trump being president, that was funny. That
0: was so fucking funny because she was so dramatic. She was like, oh my god, no! Like, she was like, literally, Mm -hmm. she was having a whole mental breakdown. Her wife was like, it's okay. okay. We'll be alright. And she was like, we're not gonna be fine. We're all gonna die. (laughs) Her wife was like, sweetie, it's okay. Like, we're gonna be okay. And then they got harassed in the street, and her wife was blew up, and then, you know her wife I don't understand why her wife like wanted to like like, murder her her.
1: the whole thing was weird
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's it's, it's
1: American Horror Story you can watch that season I think it's called um it's not Apocalypse it's the one before Apocalypse
0: Apocalypse has no it's not Apocalypse because Because no it was when uh, Evan Peters had blue hair it's called Colt Colt. yeah Colt Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's called cold. You, you can watch that that is just the whole story is like ridiculous that's like one of the best but worst ones i hate that season just because it has clouds i love that it. season it's of so funny of course you do of course you <laughs> do but the fucking part is like pe- these people are literally acting like people from the 1950s horror films like oh my god i'm so helpless i don't know what to do Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna sit here and get murdered. Yeah. Like, bra, you can defend yourself. We're not living in a time where you don't have like fucking weapons. Like, you're, ew, you're literally slow. Like, that was so embarrassing on their part that they're just like, yeah, we're just gonna get murdered. It's fine. Like, so fucking weird in my opinion. But anywho. Moving on to the next story We have The story about the angel of death Her name is Beverly Alit I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right So sorry if it's wrong Savannah just snapped me That's fun
1: (laughs) Don't open it
0: (laughs) Okay so the story of Beverly Alit She is dubbed the angel of death she is a nurse, she is a or she nurse. was a nurse who suffered from mental illness uh, Called Munchausen syndrome by, po- by proxy, which is basic when sick, you try to make them sick And like that can like kill them And they're saying it's like a desire to kill or injure to get attention Which is like, kind of, yeah. true Basically you just Yeah like, yeah, it's just like a whole yeah, situation. Munchausen that's and that's Munchausen that's by that's proxy are like different, but they're like similar. Like um True, basically, just, like yeah. So Munchausen is where someone pretends to be like ill that's or that's pres- like, yeah, produces symptoms of it illness. It involves in even making
1: yourself sick, or so
0: they want. Basically, um, they want to someone be else taken sick. care of and seen as like that's desperately that's mentally that's ill. So Are desperately like physically sick, Munchausen by proxy is where a caregiver makes up or causes mental illness or injury in a person that is under their care, which doesn't, it's usually the most common one is like with um, a child and it mainly does happen with mothers and daughters as far as I know. Like, for example, the Gypsy Rose situation, her mother had Munchausen by proxy. And so it's just like, but it can happen with like an elderly person or someone who has a disability. They essentially try to make them sick or injure them so they can
1: yeah. take care
0: of them and make them like very vulnerable. It's like essentially just comes from like a need to be needed, but taken to a very far extreme. So, the story of her is essentially she was given 13 years, oh my god, she was given 13 life sentences at Nottingham Crown Court in 1993 after, be convicting, after being convicted of murdering four children and attacking nine others. Her arrest followed an investigation into several incidents of alleged tampering with patients' ventilators and pumps delivering intravenous medication at various hospitals in Lincolnshire and Nottinghamshire. She is dubbed the Angel of Death. She was a nurse who was convicted of killing- okay wait, we already read that, sorry. Um. Let's look it up because I, I don't Jackson. know. She a nurse killing... okay, wait, we that.
1: Yeah, um. that is so crazy. Is she where? Where is that? Is that what state is in it that? It's in England. Uh, um, let's look it up. You... I think I'm gonna guess North Carolina.
0: Yeah, no, it's literally in the UK. That makes so Third much sense. the
1: Northeast. It's mm.
0: in England. Oh. Well, okay. Like, see, Nottingham I was just see, I was close British, because a
1: lot of things there but are English. no way that's not
0: British. That's just there's just no way. Yeah,
1: that's why I said even the northeast. Ewe.
0: Ewe. that's just because so the northeast is, is so British. Um, <laughs> she. Okay, uh, I don't know yeah. how old this article yeah. is. Let me. There's no, way that's not there's no, there's just no way. date that's that's from what so I so yeah can see. Um. um I guess she's still alive? I don't know. I'll, I'll look that up after we story. Yeah, so she's presently at a, the top security Rampton Secure Hospital in Nottinghamshire, Nottinghamshire. So like basically she's in a mental in jail hospital. Or a mental facility. The minimum term she was required to serve before becoming eligible for parole was 30 years though she would only be released at that point if no longer considered a threat to the public. Alit's yeah. motive was, has never been fully explained. According to one theory, she suffers from Munchausen Syndrome by proxy, a controversial personality disorder which supposedly prompts it suffering to falsify illness in others in order to attract attention. Okay, why is that controversial? She suffers from controversial personality mm-hmm. so that's what they're saying that she has to in in order but like why to is suffering. it okay why is that controversial
1: i think is that a name of what she has though
0: so maybe i don't know that's just maybe like
1: it's
0: that controversial, that's controversial, because, controversial because
1: like scientists and doctors haven't but, really declared it as a personality disorder
0: hmm Yeah. That's so that's weird. So weird that that's that that's controversial. I've never or heard of it. Or that could be a name mm-hmm. of. Or, or, explained as a controversial no, be, like, personality complex. disorder. complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so weird. Like, that's controversial, I That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Maybe Um, let's see. Maybe it's because in 2006, the BBC made a dramatization uh, of the story titled "Angel," titled "Angel of Death." Beverly a Wit story starring Charlie Brooks. So, if you want to watch that, you can. I don't know where to find it, but you probably it's probably pretty popular. Because I've I've heard of the Angel of Death so many times and referred to in so many stories.
1: So if you want to watch that,
0: just because I think she was like the first known baby killer. I don't know. But this is her story. So she was born on October fourth, nineteen sixty eight, and she is an English serial killer who is convicted of murdering four children, attempting to murder three other children, and causing grievous bodily harm to a further six children. The crimes were committed over a period of 59 days between February and April 1991 in the Children's Ward at the Gratham and Kestavan Hospital, Lincolnshire, where Elit was employed as a state-enrolled nurse um she administered large doses of insulin to at least two victims and a large air bubble was found in the body of another the police were unable to establish how the attacks were carried out in may 1993 at nottingham crown court she received 13 life sentences for the crimes Mr. Justice Latham's sentencing told Alit she was a serious danger to others and she was unlikely to ever be considered safe enough to be released. She is detained. Okay, we already know that. This article keeps repeating a lot of stuff. They list the victims. The first one listed is Liam Taylor, who's seven years old, was admitted to the ward for a chest infection and was murdered on February twenty first, nineteen 1991. Second is Timothy Hardwick, who was 11, suffered cerebral palsy, and was admitted to the ward after having an epileptic seizure. He was murdered on March 5, 1991. Kaylee Desmond was a year old, admitted to a ward for chest infection, attempted to murder her on March 8, 1991, but she was resurrected and transferred to another hospital where she recovered. Paul Crampton, who was five months old, was admitted for chest infection on March 20, 1991. He was attempted, a lit attempted to murder him with an insulin overdose on three occasions that day before he was transferred to another hospital and recovered. The next three, or the next two, also recovered. Um, Bradley Gibson, who was five, was admitted to for pneumonia. He suffered two cardiac arrests on March twenty first, nineteen ninety one, due to a lit administering insulin overdoses. He was transferred and recovered. Yik Hung Chan was two years old. Admitted. Or the okay, admitted following a fall on March 21st, 1991, suffered an oxygen de- desaturation attack before was transferred to another hospital and recovered. Becky Phillips was two months old, admitted to the ward for gastroenteritis on April 1st, 1991. She was administered with an insulin overdose and a lit, but oh, violet and it died in her home two days later. Katie Phillips, yeah, I think. Okay, yeah, Katie and Becky were twins. They were both two months old. She was admitted to the ward as a precaution following the death of her sister. She had been resu- resuscitated twice. Did I say resurrected before? Ew, oh my God! I meant resuscitated. If I did. But she was resuscitated twice after unexplained epineate episodes which were later found to be due to insulin and potassium overdoses. Following the the second time where she stopped breathing she was transferred to another hospital but she suffered permanent brain damage, partial paralysis, and partial blindness due to oxygen deprivation. In a twist of fate, her parents had been so grateful to a lit care of Becky that they asked her to be Katie's grandmother. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Godmother. I'm blind. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> sorry, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Claire Peck was 15 months old, admitted to the ward following an asthma attack yeah, say, on um... <laughs> April 22, 1991. After being put on a ventilator, she was left alone in the LIT's care for a short interval during which time she had a cardiac arrest. She was uh, resuscitated but died after second cardiac arrest, again following the period after when she was left alone with the LIT. So, essentially, that is so creepy that, like, I'm curious about these- this Katie and Becky Phillips, like, if they ever found out that, like, she actually killed so their kid. Like, I'm, like,
1: it curious is. if they knew
0: him, but, like... I'm about these I know, but, like, they asked her to be- caught that, like, that's so freaky. That so, okay. Alit okay. had attacked well, 13 I mean, children. now she probably does. More fatally. Before over a 59-day period before she was brought up on charges, yeah. it was only Claire following Peck the death of Claire Peck Claire that medical staff became suspicious of the number of cardiac arrests on children on the children's oh, ward, and police were called in. Sorry, how the fuck do in? you let like six she kids die, and you're just like, hmm. Peck a little interesting, a little bit weird. The yeah, it does happen, but I'm saying like one of these kids came in for like asthma and had a cardiac and arrest it and is a hospital for cerebral palsy. It was a
1: hospital and like it I and maybe it happened, it, had it does seizure. happen. But like yeah, it does happen. But for like but for like asthma had a cardiac arrest and then another one came in for cerebral palsy. Right and i feel like they sh- they could i mean but like they they're all have, like um, nurses and shit they're just like yeah, investigated her she you knows know a little bit quicker yes, but you know maybe the they she's were the trusting medical her she's medical like, advice know, or something weird. i don't
0: know i mean but like they're all like nurses obviously not because yeah. she killed them she why would she be telling people like yes, I gave them more insulin? it did do that. But I don't, I don't think that she
1: was like telling people but she, she was that. like you know giving the children more insulin or, or um.
0: Obviously, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Or, so. Yes, I gave them more you can't do that. It was found that a But was like the these obviously on are not like medical mistakes the children. She also had access to the drugs. How is she the only nurse on duty? no literally because that makes zero sense that is so scary um
1: she was must charged be like with attempted murder and grievous
0: grievous body bodily. oh wait sorry grievous bodily harm in november 1991 on february 28th it says fe- okay i'm literally reading when it says on february 28th may 1993. makes no sense I don't know, I'm assuming it was on February, oh wait, it says Friday, sorry. On Friday, May 28th, 1993, she was found guilty on each charge and was sentenced to 13 concurrent terms of life imprisonment, which she is serving at that hospital. Um, the trial judge recommended she served a minimum term of 40 years, one of the terms, one of the longest minimum terms ever suggested by a trial judge, high court judge or a politician which would keep her in prison till at least 2032 and at the age of 64 and even then she could only be released if she was no longer a danger to the public. On August twenty-six, or August 2006, Alit launched an appeal on the length of her sentence. On December 6th, 2007, the high court ruled that Alit would have to serve at least 30 years in prison, meaning she would have to wait until this year in the age of 54 until she could apply for parole. According to one theory, Alit showed symptoms are of fictitious disorder also known as Munchausen syndrome. This controversial disorder is described as involving a pattern of abuse in which a perpetrator ascribes to or physically falsifies illness. In 2005 I made the documentary. 2008 the Beverly Elit story was told as a part of the production company title roles recreation documentaries Crimes that shook it's Great Britain in its own episode it's with it's Lexi Wolf played by a late. That was kind of boring, so sorry if you... No, I thought part of it was boring. The part where they were it kept saying like, yep, cool they wow. had a story made about her. They had a story made about her. They did this, they did this. Like they kept repeating thought it was the same boring? stuff in I this thought it was article. interesting. I should have read this before. That's no, my bad. But it's just like this constant like repetition saying, of like yeah. this is who she was. blah 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 blah. blah. They kept repeating the same Yeah. <laughs> um okay, now we're getting into the actual actual story of her and that's literally how my essay sounds so So, (laughs) she is known as the angel of death and she is one of britain's most notorious female serial killers her murderous spree was all the more shocking because she would befriend the parents of her victims who entrusted their child their children into their into her care as a child beverly would use fictitious injuries in order to gain attention She took to wearing bandages and casts over wounds, but would not allow them to be examined. As a teenager, an overweight Beverly began spending an excess amount of time in hospitals with numerous physical complaints. At one point, she convinced a surgeon to remove her perfectly healthy appendix. When they release- oh wait, no, sorry. When they re, we, when they realized when, what she was doing, she would doctor shop moving on from one physician to the next. She attended Grantham College in Lincolnshire and trained mm. as a nurse. Her, her bizarre behavior continued throughout her training. While working at a nursing home, she was suspected- Ugh, this is disgusting. Just- I'm just putting this out there, this is gross. Well, working as a at a nursing home, she was suspected of smearing feces on the wall. Her attendance during her training was poor due to her many illnesses, and results and as a result, she failed her nursing examinations. Oh, her attendance during her I don't know. This is so weird. Oh, I thought it said her attending. It says her attendance was. She was failed to show up a lot. Still, she was able to obtain a position wow, at the Grantham Hospital in Lincolnshire in 1991 wow. as so state-enrolled so, nurse. Oh, she, was day day. Mm. She, okay. still, she was assigned to Children's um, Ward 4. Okay. This is giving a little bit more of the story about her victims ward and, ward and what happened to them. On February 21st, 1991, seven-week-old Leon Taylor was admitted to the ward for possible pneumonia. After lit reassured his parents that he was in capable hands and would be well cared for, they went home for the night. When they returned the next morning, they were informed that he had suffered respiratory problems during the night, but he had recovered and appeared to be doing well. The next night, Alit volunteered for extra duty. At one point during the night, she was left alone with little Liam, and moments after a lit summoned the Code Team. She summoned the Code Team? Oh! Yeah. He had stopped breathing. Despite the efforts of the team, Liam had suffered severe brain damage as being maintained on life support. Knowing that he would never recover, his parents made the The heart-rendering choice to remove him from life support. His death was listed as heart failure. Even though her fellow nurses were confused about the failure of the apnea, the apnea monitors to alarm when Liam stopped breathing, a lit was never questioned. That is such, there are so many red flags in this story. Because it said they he had like respiratory issues and then he suffered severe brain damage, but it- they ruled it as heart failure. That is- wow. How does heart failure lead to severe brain damage? And is a cause of respiratory problems. That is, like, so weird. Mm. But, moving along. Two weeks later, 11-year-old Timothy Hardwick, who suffered from cerebral palsy, was admitted after sufferings. suffering an epileptic seizure, a LIT volunteered to care for him. Two weeks later, Within a few moments while, of being left alone in her blood care, blood his heart stopped. Palsy, and again, despite their efforts of the code team, that they were unable to revive him. His death was attributed to his epilepsy even though no obvious cause of death was found. What? Are you kidding me? That is insane. On March 3, 1991, one-year-old Kaylee Desmond was admitted to Ward 4 for a chest infection. Alit was assigned as her nurse. She was well on the road of recovery when, five days later, she was inexplicably went into cardiac arrest. She was successfully resuscitated and transferred to another hospital in Nottingham. While she was being examined, physicians noticed a peculiar puncture mark under her armpit and an air bubble. It appeared to be an accidental injection and was never investigated. How are you gonna accidentally inv- inject someone under the armpit? What is that? That is just so weird. But um, let's see. On March twentieth, nineteen ninety one, five month old. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, it doesn't list a name. Five. It just says a five month old was admitted uh, for bronchitis. Shortly before he was he was to be discharged, he was taken care of by a lit. He was nearly comatose, and when his blood was checked, he found mm. he was to okay. He was bound to have high levels of insulin. He would suffer from the same symptoms three more times before he was transferred to another hospital in Nottingham. He, when he arrived at the hospital, his blood was checked, and again found to have high levels of insulin. The nurse that was sent to him in the aliens was none other than Beverly Elit, miraculously who survived. And it doesn't say anything about whether it was investigated or not. March 21st, 1991, five-year-old Bradley Gibson was admitted for pneumonia. Later that evening, he went into cardiac arrest but was, was successfully resuscitated. When his blood was tested, he was found to have high levels of insulin, and he was cared for by a lit, and his heart stopped again. After he was resuscitated, he was then transferred to another hospital in Nottingham. Sadly, no one was suspicious enough to connect the dots back to the lit. She was free to continue wreaking havoc on poor, defenseless babies. March, the same... Yeah. Oh my god. This. Okay, this one is really, really gruesome. Just want to put this out there. The same day two year old Yeek That's um, awful. Chan sorry if I messed that up. Um, was admitted to ward four after falling from a window and suffering a skull fracture. He was being cared for by a lit, his oxygen levels dropped dangerously low twice. He was transferred to a larger hospital in Nottingham's and his symptoms were attributed to his head injury. In 19 okay on April 1st 1991 2-month-old Becky Phillips was admitted for a stomach virus while being cared for by a lit she was exhibited she was exhibiting symptoms of hypoglycemia she was examined and finding nothing wrong with Becky and was sent home to the mo- sent home with her mother during the night she went into convulsions and when her parents contact, contacted contacted a physician. They were told she was probably colic. She died later, she later that night. Home with her she was literally. That is even worse that it's on like April first, too. She, she died later because of like. Yeah, they can be like you are just playing, playing, is, playing, playing so a prank. Like that's literally. so bad. I don't know what colic is. I don't know what that. April Fool's Day. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, it's just when a healthy baby cries for a long period of time. How about? That... Okay. I don't get how they say convulsions equal her crying for a long period of time. Oh, it just when a healthy baby cries for a long. Period of time. That is so weird. Mm. But as a precaution, her sister, her twin sister, Katie Phillips, was admitted to baby Ward Four. Not long after being cared for by a litch, she stopped breathing and had to be resuscitated. Two days later, she stopped breathing again, but this time suffered permanent brain damage due to prolonged lack of oxygen. When she was transferred to another hospital, it was later found her epineic spells had been the result of large doses of insulin and potassium. Katie's mother, Sue Phillips, was so grateful for her, to Alit for saving her baby's life that she asked Alit to be her child's godmother. Beverly Alit was graciously accepted. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Former helpless victims fell prey to Alit's vicious attacks, but it would end with the death of a 15-month-old Claire Peck that would bring the murder spree to an end. On April 22, 1991, Claire was admitted to Ward 4 following a serious asthma attack that required her to be placed on a ventilator. After being let alone, left alone with Alit, she suffered a cardiac arrest and had to be resuscitated. She was stabilized and then left alone with a lit. Shortly thereafter, she suffered another heart attack and this time the doctors were not successful. When the autopsy was performed, it was discovered that she had traces of lignocaine in her tissues, a drug that was given during her cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest, but never to a baby. Oh yeah, they spelled lidocaine wrong. <laughs> they spelled lidocaine wrong. <laughs> It's okay, so it says it's a drug that's been given to people Medicaid. who drink under when they're But it says they've never used it on a baby Like they would never use it on a baby, but they did oh my god When the police are finally able to notify they examine them. Yeah, that's what they, that's a, they 25 use. suspicious cases in most instances of the victims for whom were dead either had high levels of insulin or potassium or both in their systems. The only common factor linking these cases together was Beverly Allitt. She was eventually arrested on charged with 4 counts of murder, 11 counts of attempted murder, 11 counts of causing grievous bodily harm. While in prison awaiting trial, she was examined by several healthcare professionals and found Exhibiting symptoms of both Munchausen syndrome and Munchausen by proxy on May 23rd, 1993, she was convicted as we know. Mm. Mm. So it's just like okay, the aftermath or okay, the trial after sure. numerous delays due to her illnesses as a result of which she had lost five stone in weight. Um, I don't know how much that is. Uh, Let me look that up. For the trial after so she lost the 70 pounds. As a result and she, she was, went to trial at the Nottingham Crown Court on February fifteenth, 1993, where prosecutors demonstrated to the jury so she how she pounds. had been present at each suspicious episode each and lack year. of episodes and she was taken off by the ward. Evidence about high readings of insulin in potassium in each of the victims as well as drug injections and puncture marks are also linked to lit. She was further accused of cutting off victims' oxygen either by smothering or tampering with machines. Her unusual behavior in childhood was brought to light and the pediatrics expert Professor Roy Meadow explained Munchausen syndrome and Munchausen by proxy to the jury, pointing out how Alit demonstrated both, as well as introducing evidence of her typical post-arrest behavior in high incidence of illness, which had delayed her start of her trial. It was professors Med- Professor Meadow's opinion that Beverly Alit would never be cured cured making her clear danger to anyone whom with whom she might come in contact after a trial that lasted nearly two months and at which Alit attended only 16 days due to continued illness Alit was convicted on may 23, 1993 it was the harshest sentence ever delivered to a female but according to justice mr justice lintham it was commensurate um, I don't know if I said that right. With the horrific suffering of her victims, their families, and ign- ignominy, she had brought upon nursing as a profession. Indeed, the impact of on the Grantham and Kevinson hospital was so severe that the maternity unit was closed down altogether. Rather than going to prison, she was sent to the mental hospital. Um, mainly housing individuals detained under the Mental Health Act. As an inmate, she began her attention-seeking behavior again, ingesting ground glass and pouring boiling water on her hands. a Lit subsequently admitted to three of the murders, for which she was charged, as well as six of the assaults. The appalling nature of her crimes placed her on the home office list of criminals who would never be eligible for parole there have been accusations most notably by chris taylor father of baby liam a lit's first victim that rampton secure Hospital is most was is more likely a butlin's holiday camp than a prison i don't know what that means british people weird me out i don't get that I guess they're saying that it was more of like a hotel than an actual prison. That's what I'm assuming. The facility, which had some fourteen yeah, thousand, okay, but one thousand four hundred wow. staff to deal with around four hundred inmates, cost taxpayers tape ha- tape mm. taxpayers around two thousand euros per week, which is. Mm-hmm. let's see two thousand two thousand two hundred eighty three dollars and 22 cents in u.s dollars per week per inmate to administer in 2001 there are reports that a lit was to marry a fellow inmate mark Heggie, although she is still currently single a lit was subject to a Was the subject of a Mirror newspaper inquiry in May 2005, when it was revealed that she had received a twenty-five thousand euro, uh, twenty-five thousand euros in state benefits since her incarceration in 1993, which is twenty-eight thousand five hundred fifty dollars and twenty-seven cents. US money. What the fuck? Mm. Um in August two thousand six a lit applied for review of her sentence which led to probation officers to contact victims' families about wow. the process. The review remains pending. Um, in August two thousand six a lit applied for of her sentence, which led to probation officers to contact which victims' families, families about the process. Okay, um, there's a little bit more, basically um, this is from a quote that the judge said. He said, in regards, oh wait no, I have to say that I regard the determination of a minimum period in a case that such as present. Unfortunately, cases as extreme and as rare as they are is a very difficult uh, task. Once it is accepted that the offender was suffering from mental disorder, difficult ethical and indeed philosophical questions arise as to the degree to which responsibility for the offenses in question should be regarded as diminished. I have found that there is an element of sadism in Miss Alex conduct and her offending, but that sadism is itself, if not the result, certainly a manifestation of her mental disorder, and it would be unduly simplistic to treat it in the same way as one would if the offender were mentally well. By her actions, what should have been placed as of safety, of its, wait, of safety for its patients became Not just a place of danger, but if not a killing field, something close to that. The four kids that were murdered, they all died between February and April 1991. Um, nine other children survived her murder attempts. A lint was subsequently found to have been the only nurse on duty at the time of the poisonings. The judge said these were multiple murders and attempted murders of young children whose lives were snuffed out almost before they had begun. Having considered all the medical evidence, he was satisfied that she was suffering from an abnormality of mind, and she was committed offenses. Joan Taylor, the mother of a first victim, William Taylor, said she was pleased with the judge's verdict and his reference to a sadism. Taylor was in court with her husband, said that what we all felt at the time there's um there's a fine line between let's see there's a fine line between evil and illness and i'll never forget him saying the word today david peck of newark nottingham the father of 15 month old claire who died in march 1991 said i'm absolutely delighted with the outcome and pleased to the other families as well we can now put this behind us after 15 years. I couldn't ask for anything better. Claire, who suffered asthma, was admitted to hospital and collapsed when Alit was alone with her. Alit was convicted of her murder after the jury hearing, heard evidence the toddler had been injected with potassium and mitocaine. Let's see, last update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, evidence, like, like, that was a crazy story. Wow. My storytelling voice is terrible, so I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> I felt like I was like dying the whole time. I felt like I was just talking like a dead person the whole time. I was like, I don't want to be here. My storytelling voice is terrible. Sorry, I kept messing <laughs> up. It was fine. I am the worst at reading things out loud. The whole time. I like I was just um. Should we edit on a more positive note? You did good. Like doing a little, am I the asshole? I am the worst at we can out loud. like, mm, I wanna go. Should we edit on a more positive note? Wanna go. There was, um, Yeah, if you want to. one you. serial killer who killed rapists. Her name is like, I don't know. She has, like, a pretty interesting what story. Is a mm. no Name is, like... Aileen, oh, wait, it's Aileen Warnos. C- um, it? That's who it was. Yeah. We could do that story next, if somebody wants to hear it. Because her story... Aileen, oh, wait, it's Aileen um, I will do better next time. This was a spur of the moment type of thing. I will make sure to yeah, read Yeah, just these let us know beforehand. if you guys like <laughs> this. Make sure these articles kind of are not terrible. I will, I will do my research beforehand. I will make sure the next one is better. If you guys would like to hear another serial killer story, this is not something that we will <laughs> be continuing to do because we are not a murder podcast. Murder podcasts are very interesting. I think they are really interesting but we are just not a murder podcast so what's doing am i the asshole from reddit yes because those were very dark and i yeah i do not want to um end on a bad note to lighten things up let's see
1: end us out on a happy note. Um.
0: Yeah, not okay. okay, this one seems fine. Actually, it seems little really boring. Hold on. I'm going to read. It's very clear. Because we colored. Okay, this one seems fine. mm Would I be asked for... Ew! Um, let's see. Right. Would I be asked for reporting a doctor? No. Mm. Ew. Um. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, I found one that seems okay. like could be interesting. It's it's pretty short, so sorry for wasting so much time. Um, this one is: Am I the asshole for telling my sister she would have been a terrible mother? So, this one has been updated by the way. Short, but, so let's see. Pretty um, pretty um, this one is, am I the asshole for telling my sisters? Okay, never mind, because I don't know the full story. Let me scroll down a little bit.
1: see how
0: This is, am I the asshole for not being Irish? (laughs) Okay, here's one other that I found. It's not too lengthy. This one is, am I the asshole for laughing in my husband's face? So (laughs) I f- okay, my bad. I, female, 32, have been married to my husband, male, 34, for six years. Before we got married he had me sign a prenup stating that our financials would be always would always be separate And the only thing that we would share was expense accounts to pay for household related fees The reason for this was because he was making pretty good money and I was in graduate school So my financial situation was pretty bad, but I signed nonetheless because I understood he wanted to protect himself Anyways fast forward to now I've been out of school for about four years, and I make more than three times as much as he does. I never asked how much he makes, and he never asked me either. Well, how do you know you make three times as much as he does? What the fuck? Anyways, two weeks- oh wait. This is literally what it says. Anyway, two weeks ago, I told him that I was thinking about buying a new car as the one I had. Right. Mm-hmm oh okay their wording is shitty um they were thinking about buying a new car as the one they had was really old since i had had it since my first undergrad as oh my god had it since my undergraduate days he wasn't really interested and just Mm -hmm. told me to get whatever i like so a week ago i decided to make the plunge and get an audi I was pretty excited as I had always wanted one. At the time my husband was on a business trip and he got back yesterday and I showed him my he got back yesterday and I showed him my car. He was really happy for me. However later he asked me what my monthly payments were on the Audi as it was pretty as the Audi was pretty new. At this point I told him I made the purchase in cash and had no monthly payments. Should always do that. Should always pay in cash. He was taken to back and asked with what money and i answered i had made more money and more than enough money to be able to afford it he didn't talk after that and i thought that was that however a few hours he came back to me and told me he thinks we should avoid the cleanup this is where i might be the asshole i laughed in his face and asked him why i would agree to that and his answer was that we're married and we should share our financials so I told him that, we, that we've we been married for six years, but mm. like we've never shared financials, and I was fine with what we were doing. And his sudden change of heart was very suspicious. He called me a bunch of names and stormed out and didn't come home. And I guess I, I guess he told his family about our fight, and they called and berated me, saying how he supported me while I was in school. He didn't. And now I'm wondering if I'm an asshole at it. I knew his salary when we got together, however, since. Um, however, he's since gotten promoted. And the, at first, when I used to ask, he would make comments that it was rude of me to ask how much he made, so I stopped. He's never really been interested in my career or job, and we don't bring our work home. The reason I make three times more, well, he makes, I assume, from what um, I knew his salary had been is because I work as a CRNA, and he works as a software engineer. I don't know what a CRNA is, not going to lie. What he makes, I assume, from what I knew
1: his salary had
0: been, is because I work as a CRNA, and
1: he works as a software engineer, and a CRNA. It's a, um, it's a register. It's a registered it's nurse, a certified but like registered they can, wait, I think anesthesia? it's a registered nurse, but they can like,
0: registered I don't know nurse. if they
1: can prescribe like medication.
0: Um, I think so. They provide pain. So basically they can prescribe pain meds for people oh. after surgery before, during and after surgery. So she can like
1: do anesthesia
0: and they monitor the biological function of the patient Okay, there are a few edits in here, um, let's see, the second one is, I didn't expect so many comments, thanks for everyone sharing your opinions, this person really made me question everything about my life, I think I'm going to take a leave of absence from my work to start out my life, my husband was my only second, was my only my second relationship, and I guess I was too caught up in school, work, and debt to see my marriage was a sham, not blameless which is hard to swallow so i am going to have a conversation with my husband and see where we go from here if anywhere this last edit is since it's been point of contention i'm going to clear up a few things i make 175 an hour and work between 40 to 48 hours a week from what i know he made about 90k when we got together and i'm sure it's higher now he works less hours we live in a state that's not expensive, so my monthly contribution is about 1000 to to 1200 a month. And he has some property in... Mm, wait, Nevada. Wait, no, that's not right. What is NE? That's so busy. Isn't that... No, it's not New Hampshire. It's like, um, is it Nebraska? Nevada. Let's
1: just look it
0: up because I mm, don't know. New Hampshire. Oh, damn. I, I don't even know. So so it's like it's, yeah. It's Nebraska. It's Nebraska. No, uh, Nebraska. Okay, so he has <laughs> property in um, Nebraska. So he wanted to protect them. I had debt from school. He did too. but Mine was bigger. Yeah. I didn't know. So it could be a city asshole? or a state. Yep, okay. It's okay, so he has. <laughs> what did <laughs> you <laughs> say in the chat? <laughs> <I> <laughs> <school>. No! Cuz he's mad. He's mad now that she's making more money than he is. He was like, mm, I want some of your money. I said what I said. Give me some of your money. Do you my me money she's now. The asshole? We share things, like... No, no bruh. I don't either. And he was like, I don't want to give you none of my money. I want some of your money. Right. some of your money. Cuz it's my money now. No, he really did.
1: And then before <laughs> he's he was a sophomore like engineer. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: thought he he, he really engineer. he Obviously. really thought he was
1: being a big asshole exactly like because he was a sophomore engineer. Weirdo, that's a sophomore. That that's a <laughs>
0: sophomore <is> just... engineer. <laughs> she's not the asshole because he's just mad that she's making more money, and that's just like not Obviously. fair to her because she's worked hard. For clearly, real. because like I don't know, I think like being first of all being a registered nurse, that shit's rough. Especially now, during COVID, we we respect it. So, like male or female or non-binary, we respect it. We respect all everyone who is in who is an essential worker, like in the medical field, essentially. But specifically nurses, because they do more shit than doctors yet they get paid less, which is. Really they shitty. Yeah. Really fucking A shitty. A nurse. They yes. really do, and they have like... They just do more fucking shit than doctors, if doctors get paid more. Cause they're like, you have to do more schooling, like, mm, do you really know? And
1: really? they know the same information,
0: basically. But, anywho, we love nurses, and... He's just mad. POV, he's just mad, because he's an- I don't- Okay, like, you chose to be an engineer like, you can't get your- mad at your wife
1: mm-hmm.
0: for, like, you, making more money than you do. Like, engineers yeah. make a lot of money, but, oh, like- for sure. It's not her fault that okay, like, she chose, chose a career your, that she was wife, passionate about that just happens to like, pay more. So, like, more do. like she make a doesn't have money, to do shit. Like, like, you guys obviously agreed like that that you've been married for, like, a, a substantial amount of time that you do not- Like, you are just like, we'll just share Things that we share together. This is giving, right. like, very much Joy Luck Club. She have to do shit. Like, you guys obviously like that you. fucking... <gasps> What's very his very name? Harold? Oh my god, is that where you got it share from? Things that we share together. This is where did you get it from? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like god, love okay. Love nobody nobody this knows Harold? this. Yeah. I know. Actually, I don't know if we've explained oh, this, this on the podcast before, but Savannah likes no, calling Harold. No, I keep telling you no. She said it looked like an old man. You just <laughs> look like one. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was. No, I was. Like,
1: it's only sometimes. God, it's like, listen, like dude,
0: listen. Lauren I mean,
1: was, um, Why? how do I, you? I even say this? Misgendered? <laughs> happens
0: all the time so people think I'm a dude. 24 7 or they cannot tell what I At am. At the airport. It literally happens all the time, but I'm not joking. Like, it has literally happened all the time. I don't know if Savannah's, like, actually witnessed it. Have you? Mm. Well, it happened all the time, basically, on my flight to California... Um... Like, we were, like, visiting family and stuff. Um, I was on a plane with my... family and no. stuff, and, like, my dad was sitting next to me, and this, like, flight attendant came over to us, and was like, excuse me, excuse me, sir? Excuse me, sir? Like, you need you to, yeah, like, like, put your seat, like, put your, I don't know, like, put your oh, seat I up mean, or whatever. And I thought she was talking to my dad. And, stuff, and then she kept saying that. Like, and like, I looked up. She's like, like, oh, medicine, sorry, so excuse me, ma'am. And, and I was like. Excuse, excuse me, sir. And I texted Savannah. I don't know, like, put your seat up or whatever.
1: And I thought she was talking to my dad. And then she kept saying that. And I looked up. Oh, sorry. And so that's. And so that's where like I kind of based off like the Harold is just like she also
0: said I look like just someone Blanchard. that you know <laughs> normally
1: people might not know that um, Lauren is Lauren. So okay, liar. Whenever she she is perceived as Harold, I just call her Harold. She also said
0: I like when she had the really short yeah. hair.
1: But like it's not in like a horrible way. Like uh, like you know how like. How she used to look on Disney, it's different. Like it's like how she yeah, looks. Yeah, because after my bangs Disney. were
0: like fucked up. <laughs> they were going off. Which she got the really way.
1: short haircut. That's just what I. That's just what I was, like, we were what I was talking one time about. She Savannah's looked like everyone like
0: like Blanchard, and she couldn't stop laughing because no. she the funniest thing in the world to make fun of me. <laughs> and Savannah said, and Savannah likes to tell me I give off Harold vibes sometimes. And then I told her. Because I have a cat that everybody knows about, and it's on our Instagram <laughs> if you want to see him. He looks really funny in that picture. I have a really funny video of him running too, if you guys want to see it. Um, but basically, um, we took my cat to like a pet suite retreat when we, got, when, when, uh, when we went on vacation. It was just like a pet hotel. And there was a cat there named Harold, and I almost started fucking cackling in the place and I told Savannah about it and she thought it was really funny and it was a black cat (laughs) and it was like a really young cat too and it's his name was Harold (laughs) oh wow (laughs) I find it so funny that she literally said that she when she first started calling me Harold she has like 500 million nicknames for me would you like to list them all off I just find that so hilarious Mm -hmm. She, mm-hmm. she first mm-hmm. she has like
1: 500 million for me. you like Granny, obviously. Um, <laughs> Yanny Laurel. Yanny
0: Laurel, Elizabeth. Dog. And <laughs> Harold. Savannah created a fake name for me and she thinks twin. my middle name is Elizabeth. It's not.
1: <laughs> Bestie. <laughs>
0: She, oh, and yeah. I, okay, oh so, like, we had when yeah. we graduated, yeah. we were um, asked both to give speeches really to for, for graduation, yeah, and right. I, I remember that now. Dumb. Oh my god, I forgot to like say my name, I forgot to like put my name on the speech, so like <laughs> I don't know why, but I did. So, um, we went to a really small school and there was no such thing as valid Victoria, but we were asked to give the speeches. She was asked to give. She was asked to give a speech at her graduation, I was asked to give a speech at her award ceremony. And I forgot to put my name, and I gave- I sent it to Sav to proofread, and she put my name as Yanny Laurel Elizabeth. (laughs) And I thought that was so funny. And that's- I don't know where she came up with that, but she did. And I would also like to share (laughs) that there's- literally. They literally, at ShakeSmart, they literally have, um, like a protein shake or whatever. It's called Grammys Goods. Bestie, it's so good. It's literally just protein powder. Like, cookies and cream, protein powder, peanut butter, and milk. It's so good. Mm, yeah, it's like a milkshake, essentially. Mm Mm-hmm. It's called Grammys Goods. It was made for me. It's so good. No. It's a smoothie? Mhm. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you like fully believed it too. <laughs> You're like, "Oh my god, really?"
1: <laughs> oh, that's when you posted on your story they made a drink after you. I was like, "Really?" <laughs> no, I
0: didn't. They, they did. Like, like, oh wow. I was like, "Wow." Wow, I guess they no, just yeah. knew I was coming. I, I guess thought they you say. just asked No, no, no. I thought that you just like said just your name knew. was
1: Grammy and they put it on there.
0: Yeah.
1: To be honest, well,
0: but. You know, this has been an adventurous episode. Wow. Thanks so much for listening. Sorry it, it wasn't our normal funny sounds. <laughs> We're so funny. They had to. <laughs> the next episode is... <laughs> <laughs> we have some more interesting topics. It has. we <laughs> uh, discussing...
1: Next episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry we didn't have a guest this episode. It was pretty last minute and yeah you know
1: and we're also gonna have a guest on pretty soon
0: obviously we love all our friends but they have schedules we have schedules we're all busy people we have things to do but thank you guys so much for tuning into our extra long episode this podcast it was so much fun I hope you enjoyed and please let us know if you'd like us to share the Eileen Warner story You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram it's 4Eyes Club, and on Twitter it's the 4Eyes Club Podcast. I run all our social media accounts, and we are on Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love the support. I saw, I did want to mention that I did check um, our statistics from Spotify. We have had over 41 listeners in the past, like, six like, months. And we had a hundred and fourteen starts. Like, like that's insane. Um, I did not expect that. Like yeah, I was just really happy cool when listeners. we had five that listeners. Has,
1: like, six that is amazing.
0: <laughs> and then we hit and then yeah, we hit six and then we hit that's seventeen. Insane. Yeah. Then we hit twenty five and now we're up to forty one. That's like insane. And like right. and it, even and though then we may hit have six and we're like, through, which is fine. <laughs> But, like, 114 starts on Spotify? That is so crazy to me. Thank you guys so much for all this continued love and support. We appreciate it. And, like, we just do this for fun. We don't do this because we're trying to do anything. I just, I literally just asked Savannah if she wanted to do this with me because I thought it'd be fun. And we have so much fun doing it for you guys. So, thank you guys so much for consistent love and support on our instagram it's constantly growing we have like 32 followers now which is so insane to me i like would i just thought this podcast just like would be like for us and like no like savannah literally said when we first started this she was like nobody would ever listen to this like it's just gonna be us listening to this and like all of our friends <laughs> but clearly people um Enjoy us, listening to us talking mm-hmm. My The intros are always so extremely long Because I literally repeat myself 24,000 times So Sorry about that We do have You know I just would like to mention We have listeners in the United States And in the UK So Like we have international listeners Bestie Just listen to us two weirdos talking about fucking nothing (laughs) literally about nothing
1: that is crazy
0: international just weird you know we're funny but we're weird and (laughs) yeah that's that'll be it for today hopefully you guys enjoyed this extra long episode and we'll see you guys next time bye